Super Talk Mississippi media production. Taylor Swift is coming to New Orleans, and Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and Super Talk are giving away a free pair of tickets. For your chance to win, go register now at Margaritaville Resort Biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from Margaritaville and Super Talk 103.1. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And don't forget, spring break is upon us, and there's still plenty of time to get in a little vacation or get away. You can find lots of fun things to do over at visitmississippi.org. Now, one of our guests today is probably looking forward to spring break, especially after her intense two days that she had doing some on-hand instruction in manufacturing. But the other two probably don't get to spring break like me and you because they are in the working world. But joining us today is Miss Emily Lauder. She is the Vice President of Administration administrations at Toyota Motor Manufacturing in Mississippi Incorporated, joined by Tiffany, along with Francesca, who is a sophomore at Ole Miss, and she is a biomedical engineering major, fancy schmancy, Francesca. How are y'all doing? Good. We're great today. How are you? I am doing well, and I'm so excited to dive into this story because Toyota opens its doors or its information to giving the students a crash course on the manufacturing process. I think this is super cool, and I'm kind of jealous of Francisca's opportunity. But I'm going to start with you, Emily. Will you just share with us a little bit about what Toyota Motor Manufacturing Mississippi plant there in Blue Springs does, maybe on a daily basis? Absolutely. Um, So here in Blue Springs, we're very proud to produce the all-new Corolla, which is the number one selling car globally for um, Toyota and for any car maker in the world. So we produce about 170 to 180,000 Corollas every year, and one rolls off the line um, every 75 seconds. So that's what we do here in Blue Springs, and we're very excited about our strong partnership that we have with Old Miss and the Center for Manufacturing uh, Excellence. Well, I was going to ask you next, Emily, is how did Toyota get connected with the students at Ole Miss, and maybe which majors do you guys sort of connect with the most? We connect with them um, basically um, since our, our start of production here, we've connected with the Center for Manufacturing Excellence. We were one of the major sponsors in, in funding um, the center, and we really connect with them through um, different um, majors, accounting, business, engineering. So it's, it's not just strictly engineering. And then we try to use as many opportunities as we can to either speak there at the CME um, or on campus at the, the School of Engineering. 
or have the students come here to the plant and um, do what we call Jishikin activities, which are basically problem-solving activities. So, Francisca, I've got to ask, you are a biomedical engineer major, and that is fancy. You go, girl. Um, But did you have any idea what you would be getting into on your two-day site experience there with Toyota? Absolutely. So um, this was actually over our winter intercession, and um, the first two days were in-class lectures led by Ms. Tiffany Prude and Mr. Jesse Corley, and then we had one day of lab work where we actually went out into our factory floor on this, um, in the CME, and we created cutting boards. So it was sort of we learned about the different principles and then actually got to apply them in real life, which was super cool. Well, Miss Tiffany, I know we have you on the line, and you were one of the instructors for this two-day intensive with the Ole Miss students. So I need your help with some vocabulary words that sort of help make their experience um, come to life for us listening to good things. So I have standard work, and then I have some sort of time. I'm not even going to try to say that T word before time. So tell us the importance of these two uh, these two words to what their experience was. Well, so standard work, the importance of it is basically gives each team member or each person um, a standard on how to actually perform a process. And you do it the same exact way each time. So if you defer from the standard work, that means that um, other elements have been put into place. But if you stick with it, it's easier for us to find problems within the process and it's easier for us to cause in the process and make it more efficient if you're doing it the way that it's already written. And what was the other word? I, I apologize. No, that's fine. I will spell the first word for you, T-A-K-T, time. And I'm not even no, going to try. Time. So, so tack time, Emily um touched on that um, a little bit earlier. It's basically um, the the rate of which each car runs off of the line. So tack time, that team member has that exact amount of time to build their particular piece of the actual vehicle or the part that they're working on during that time. So some can be 75 seconds, and then some others can be maybe 73 seconds, depending on the actual shop that you're in. So, Francisca, you probably already know these words, tack time. I'm learning it today, um, and standard work. But how did that sort of be incorporated? Incorporated into y'all's project with the toy car. So with the toy car, we essentially had, we were given kind of different specifications and then we had to um, sort of take what we learned in class and then improve upon what was already, or we had to create a process essentially and we had to keep improving it until we reached um, the best tag time possible. Um, so it was kind of the essence of what we did for the toy cars. And you, I, if I'm correct, you got to come back with your teams and then sort of have, you know, a brain session on where can you get more efficient or do better or find, I won't say shortcuts because you never want a shortcut when it comes to a car that's going to be driven in or safety measures, but, but still sort of increasing, I guess, that tack time or staying true to the standard work. So what were some of the things with your toy car um, that you guys whittled away at? So we actually, one of my group members thought about a really, um, I guess, cool thing. So at the end of our process, we have um, a sort of, you have to make sure that the car is working properly, sort of a double checking it. And so we used a binder to roll the car down um, into, you know, and then we placed 
stops at the very end, rolled the car down so we could make sure that um, it was working correctly, and that was something that um, none of the other groups did. And so that's kind of an example of those, um, I guess, that critical thinking skills kind of we were thinking on our feet and we were able to actually apply that into the process um, last minute. So So Emily or Tiffany can take this question. How important is sort of that critical thinking? And it's really a skill. I think it can be taught and it can be sort of, you know, um, massaged in terms of growing that in someone. But a lot of times kids either have it or they don't or students have it and they don't in terms of, you know, being confident enough in their critical thinking skills. Um, critical thinking, um, it definitely is a skill that can be learned, and it's also a skill that I think that everybody possesses. You just have to learn how to open it up. But one of the things that we did with the students, as, as Francesca spoke on, is that we challenged them, and we'll go back to that tact time, that word. We challenged them with a tact time change early on in the actual activity. So that allowed them to make those changes because things like that can actually happen in the manufacturing world. So we're giving them um, the capability to think outside of the box and think within a split second because things can happen so quickly. So that's why you have to be a critical thinker. Well, Francisca mentioned, uh, Tiffany, that maybe their team came up with um, a solution that none of the other teams maybe have thought of. Is it always surprising to you what students can sort of think of? I mean, and they have a fresh, different perspective to things. Do you guys learn as much from them as maybe they do from you? The exciting part about being able to teach those kids um, the things that they come up with, was they were amazing. And they surprised me because when I saw, you know, the chute that they built for the cars to actually go down and for them to be able to check their quality, I was in awe. I was like, oh, my God, that is awesome. So their group did a fantastic job. The entire group did a fantastic job. Well, and I know that it had to be an exciting day, uh, Francisco. What what maybe was one of the greatest takeaways from your experience with the toy car? Because I know we're going to move into the cutting board and some of the other projects that you got to do. But could you see yourself working on the floor there at Toyota uh, Manufacturing in, in Blue Springs? Absolutely. I think any the best experiences um, or the best way to learn is to learn by experience. And doing that with a toy car really helped us um kind of understand the process and be able to um, apply it for the cutting boards on the actual factory floor. So kind of taking it from a smaller scenario to a bigger um, kind of facility, I guess. And, yeah, I think learning by experience is, um, yeah, the best way to do it. So. Was your Toyota? Was your toy car a Toyota or was it kind of just, a, you know, a general or basic car? It was a it, it was designed after Toyota cars, I believe. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. And y'all also got into learning some more vocabulary words that we'll give you and the seven day deadly waste that we want to learn about, too, coming up next here on Good Things.
It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fan and Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat and inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha Outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Minkota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha Outboard Package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, roto Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. New Care MD is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. For health care the way it should be, visit NewCareMD.com. That's NewCareMD.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's good things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
Good Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi. There are plenty of unique places to visit. So I want you to take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're learning more about several University of Mississippi students who received some intense hands-on manufacturing instruction from the Toyota Motor Manufacturing Mississippi plant right here in Blue Springs, Mississippi. On the phone, we still have Miss Emily. She is Vice President of Administration there at the Toyota Motor Manufacturing uh, Plant, as well as Tiffany, who is one of the instructors, 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 sorry about that, Tiffany, and Francesca, who is one of the students who got the chance to take part in it. So we were talking about your toy car sort of simulation there, Francesca, um, but then we'll move on to the fact that you guys got to do a cutting board. And I know one of the themes that ran through the two days was the seven deadly wastes. Can you explain uh, what you learned about that during your time with Toyota? Absolutely. So the, essentially what the Toyota production system is looking to solve is it, it eliminating waste. And so those seven deadly waste include you know, motion, inventory, um, just um, kind of things that don't add value to the final product um, is essentially what the deadly wastes are. And um, we experienced a lot of those doing getting into the cutting board project, and um, ultimately the goal was to solve those t- deadly ways or eliminate them. So. so Tiffany or Emily can take this question. How important or how often is it sort of just drilled into the teams there at Toyota here in Mississippi and beyond about, you know, spotting those seven deadly waste and then removing them at all costs? This is Emily. I will say it's part of our daily work. I mean, we watch out for these things consistently, and we have what we call critical eye that we use not only for safety, which is our number one priority, but also looking out for other types of waste as well. So um, it's really ingrained in all of us here um, and and throughout Toyota globally um, to have that critical eye for any type of waste in in our process. Um, whether it be on the line or even in the administration area. Tiffany, when you're teaching students uh, like those at Ole Miss and other colleges that come to Toyota to sort of get this hands-on experience, these seven deadly wastes, what's maybe the hardest one for them to wrap their brains around about reducing or removing? Well, honestly, I didn't encounter that with this group. Um, so none of it was really hard to teach them. They actually absorbed it very, very well. Um, but I will say that the one that we want to eliminate the most is the waste of overproduction. You never want to overproduce a product. So that, I would say, for anybody would probably be the um, one that would be the hardest to teach because in your mind and even in your everyday life, you're thinking if you have the materials and if you have the time to just keep on and keep on and keep on building, not understanding that you are creating waste and creating inventory um, within those seven deadly mudas that we've talked about. So overproducing, um, I feel like, would probably be the hardest to teach anyone. Well, there's just so much to learn, at least about the manufacturing world. I mean, most of us listening to good things, we just appreciate the product that comes off the line there at Toyota and other, you know, uh, out of other manufacturing factories. And we don't think about the process that it goes to be the most efficient with it. Um, Tiffany, I know you all have another vocabulary word. It starts with a K, and it means continuous improvement. Can you help me with that one? That is called Kaizen. 
Kaizen. What is the root of that word? Where did that come from? Well, it derived from Japan, um, from our brothers and sisters there. They basically created this entire concept of TPS and SWK. Um, so it basically come out of Japan, and that's what we use. And we actually, it's our ground roots here. We're always wanting to Kaizen and continuously improve our processes. That's how we get better. That's how we compete. Francesca, is this the first time you had heard the term Kaizen? No, ma'am. I actually, so the CME, they kind of ingrained that in us uh, from the very first day of freshman year. We learned about um, Kaizen, you know, um, tech time, standardized work. So we, we've, I'm pretty familiar with the word. It feels like there's a lot of foundations that go into just good manufacturing, regardless of what the product is coming sort of down the line. Francesca, you are in biomedical engineering. Again, fancy smanshy, girlfriend. Um, what do you what do you see yourself maybe as, after you graduate Ole Miss? What's the next step for you to take all of that engineering and time spent at Toyota and, and put forth to a career? I'm actually also pre-med, and so currently I'm taking, thinking about um, going to medical school after I graduate, but um, the CME and the, the TPS, or experiential learning classes, they do a really good job at um, teaching us about teamwork and that critical thinking and really working um, with students and people of different um, majors. And so I can take that into the operating room where um, you know, as a doctor, I would be working with nurses and physicians' assistants and really working as that cross-functional team. And so that those are things that I can take with me um, in my career. I feel like you are the definition of Kaizen. I've only just learned that word in the last few minutes, but you definitely have put that to a use within your own life and school so far. Emily, why is it important for to- Toyota to sort of keep these partnerships with the local universities and maybe, you know, connect with students before they actually, you know, go out for their first job interview or really make a decision on where their solid career, you know, path may be? Yeah, it's so important for Toyota to connect with these students because they're the future. They're the pipeline, um, you know, for individuals here at uh, Toyota Mississippi and even globally. Um, So it's very important for us to have them understand what manufacturing is all about, um, what Toyota's uh, all about. We have something called the Toyota Way, which is one of the words you mentioned was Kaizen or continuous improvement, and also respect for people. And so I think that respect for people pillar applies here in that we really want the students, their parents, um, to understand what manufacturing is about in the year 2021. And hopefully they'll decide on a career um, either here at Toyota Mississippi or one of our other plants uh, across North America. Well, you bring up a good point there, Emily, because some of us are only memories of maybe manufacturing is more of like factory work. I can remember my grandmother um, who worked in a factory and it looked completely different than maybe if she would have a job now, you know, in a Toyota plant or other type of manufacturing. So for parents listening or maybe even students, we're, we're in the car rider line time here. Here at Good Things, who may be interested in what Francesca has been sharing with us, what degrees should they be looking at, or maybe what some high school activities should they be dipping their toes in to set themselves up for maybe a good career there at Toyota or something similar? So I think one of the things to, to really look at is um, we have videos out online that show some of our experience centers. 
Um, we're currently now, due to the pandemic, our experience center here in Mississippi is not open, and neither are the ones across um, North America or globally. But there are really great videos out there on um, www.toyota.com um, where you can go and see what the experience is like and how bright and clean and energetic um, it is to work in a manufacturing location um, currently, you know, in, in uh Blue Springs, Mississippi, or at any of our other locations globally. So I think that's a really good resource for students and um, also parents to go take a look at to see what, what we're all about uh, in manufacturing. And Tiffany, from an instructor standpoint, what are some of those, you know, I won't, I won't call them red flags because that means not positive, but those positive personality traits or, you know, activities that kids seem to enjoy that maybe parents can help cultivate to have a job in manufacturing later on in life or engineering? problem solving, um, putting things together, parents being able to understand what their kids are going to come into is, is an absolutely awesome thing. Because just as, as you just spoke, um, your grandmother worked in it, and it looks completely different now than what it did, you know, back then. And it's all about teamwork. So we have to have teamwork in order to make anything possible and everything come together. If we can't work as a team, we can never accomplish anything. Well, Francesca, I know your team made a cutting board. Was there just one board? And if there was, who got to take it home? There are actually multiple boards, (laughs) but we definitely tried to pick the best ones. Uh, So we we each got um, a cutting board to take home. I actually gave mine to my mom, and she really appreciated that gift. It's a very well-made board, I would say. Well, it's definitely a gift with a lot of experience and memories behind it. Hey, best of luck to you, girlfriend. You just keep kaizening all the way to the top. And Emily and Tiffany, I appreciate your time and all that you're doing there at Toyota with the students at Ole Miss. So I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. All righty, you guys stick with us. We have more good things for you coming up next. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. 
At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's Republican delegation will be voting against the president's COVID relief package today. Congressman Michael Gass says as bad as it is, it's better than when the House sent it over to the Senate. The Senate was able to strip out some things such as the $15 an hour minimum wage. Uh, they were able to strip out some of the pet projects for Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Another round of stimulus checks is included in the bill. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says this year's taxes will determine if you're eligible to receive a $1,400 check. For households who have already filed their income tax return for 2020, the IRS will use that information to determine eligibility and size of payments. For households that haven't yet filed for 2020, the IRS will review records from 2019 to determine eligibility and the size of payment. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G-Love and Special Sauce. Taz Meter Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Weed Brewery for this socially distanced concert. 
virtually. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you this new year. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more and take some time too to go over to supertalk.fm. By chance you might be listening or even watching the show from there. We appreciate you. But if you're not, you could. If you'd like to, you can also explore the website and get exclusive Mississippi news from the Super Talk Mississippi News team. But you can also find links to all the podcasts or on-demand shows. Basically anything you can think of Super Talk related, it's now in one spot and that's at supertalk.fm but here on good things we do like to congregate over on facebook before the show and after uh, if you are on facebook we'd love to have you just type in good things with rebecca turner pops up click join but don't worry if you're not into the book of faces then you probably have more free time than the rest of us um, and you can still chime in via the ceasefire text line and today's question or just sort of idea to ponder came out of just sheer frustration as a parent to a child who just wants to fight me over basic hygiene that I look forward to every day. One of the best moments of the day is getting up, taking a shower, brushing my teeth, ending my day with brushing my teeth. Your day doesn't feel like it has ended until your teeth are brushed or it shouldn't. And some other sort of just general hygiene things which I'm learning through all of my parent friends, Rhino, you may know this from your brothers with your niece and nephews, that it's it's common. It's a common thread or common thread among kids of a certain age. They just buck the system at wanting to do certain things as a kid or they dread it or they drag it out or they don't want to do it. But then there's like this, you know, light that switches or a flip that happens and you become an adult or an early 20s person, hopefully, I hope it's some hope before you're 35 that you make the switch where certain things you dread as a child become luxuries or look forward to's or, you know, as an adult. And I know hygiene's not the only one. So can you think of one, Rhino? Peace and quiet. Yes. So one of the worst things you can also say as a parent to your child who's bored, and let's face it, so many of us have had bored children and grandchildren within our presence for the last year because of the pandemic and ice storms and all the things. And it's like, you could just go to your room, read a book, draw, 
sit in silence, stare at the ceiling, talk to yourself. Twiddle your thumbs. Twiddle your thumbs. And they look at you like, ah, that's the worst possible thing you could have told me, Mom. And parents are over here like, just give me 10 minutes of it. You send me to my room for 10 minutes of, of peace and quiet. I beg, thank you. I'll, what do you want for dinner? I'll be in a much better mood. Yeah, timeout sounds a lot nicer the older you get. That, and then so many on the Good Things Facebook group are just screaming bedtime. Do you know how great it would be if someone would just end my day for me at a certain time? Tell, go ahead and just make sure make sure that I've done all the self care things: bath, dinner, teeth, kiss me goodnight, and then demand that I'm in bed before the next day. Nine thirty, nine thirty at the latest. Tuck me in and chew me away. Like that would be amazing to have a non-negotiable bedtime that someone's actually holding me accountable to as an adult. But kids, man, they just feel like that is just a you know a prison it's that fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And they reach a certain age too, where like naps. There's an age where they they appreciate naps, but then there's that that borderline that in between. Yeah, stage. then naps are kitty. Yes. You don't want to be a little kid. No, but you are a whiny brat if you don't take your nap. Again, you ask any working adult who has a 9 to 5, 40-plus hour week job, in the middle of the day, if you were to say, hey, if your boss came in and said, hey, Rhino, I'm going to need you to lay down and rest your eyes. It's mandatory between 1 and 2 p.m. It's part of your job. You got you got to recharge. Getting paid to nap. I am down. (laughs) Exactly. Kids have no idea how good they actually have it. Someone else said like real food, like not just chicken nuggets, fast food, quick microwave type food. This is something like kids dread. Flavors beside ketchup and ranch. Right. Kids dread that. But as adults, again, especially during you know, the ice uh, storm issue or the pandemic being sheltered in place. Parents are like, man, just give me a meat, potato, some real vegetables with like a, you know, a bread and a sweet tea. And, and I for didn't some cook folks, it. it got to the point where a fried egg sandwich would have been nice. Right. I mean, we went through that. But kids are like, ah, variety in my diet. Why, why are you making me do that? Larry and Jackson says, if I ever said I was bored, I got chores. Hey, that's a good question in and of itself. If your kids, do you have a good snapback with or clapback with when your kids tell you that, that they're bored? bored? And that is such a first world problem because you kind of want to pack them up and send them to Haiti for a couple of weeks or something just, just, just so they can see what, you know, what other kids enjoy and get pure entertainment out of. That, you know, that they don't necessarily have here. But, yeah, that I'm bored will always be one of those things that come from our kids that make us want to want to shack, you know, want to sort of shake them. Chrysler says putting on their shoes. Lord, there's now don't get me wrong. I appreciate being barefooted. It is one of the first article of clothing that come off as soon as I get into my own home. But there's nowhere I want to just pull a Britney Spears and go out into the world barefooted on purpose. But it feels like our children just dread this idea of putting shoes on their feet in the morning and getting out the door. That would be if you could even locate, if they could even locate 
their shoes. Did you, was that a problem for for you, Rhino, ever at all? Uh, yeah. Uh, my biggest problem was I, I've got big feet, and they kept getting <laughs> bigger and bigger and bigger. And Mom called my shoes boats, and I would come in and just kick them off and leave them in the middle of the floor. And she would get very upset if I left my boats out in the middle of the floor. To get stepped on and tripped over. That's true. Putting things away. How many of you um, have had your kids where you're like, clean up your room, you've got 15 minutes, or da-da-da, coming back in to check. And then you come back in, and they're sitting there with a sparkly room, all smiley. And then all you do is look under the bed, and it all got shoved (laughs) into one place. Or you open the closet. Oh, there's no telling how much stress I put on my parents by being told, all right, when you get home, put the towels or the clothes that are in the washer in the dryer and and get them get them running and then you just you don't do it you go play video games or watch TV or something and then you hear them pulling in the driveway and you run and grab the clothes out of the washer and throw them in the dryer and run it and they come in expecting towels to be dry and they're not and then you just straight up lie to him and say, yeah, I put them in there before you got home. Because that's not really a lie. It's still the truth, but it's not the whole truth. And that stress of, is the dryer burnout? Is it not working? What's wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Ken from Long Beach says, it's nice to meet you, bored. I'm dad. That's how he responds <laughs> to his child when they're like, I'm bored. And then Jay from the Res says, funny thing is, everything you're talking about, my 19-year-old stepdaughter does. That brings me no hope, Jay. <laughs> that means I have a whole other decade of all of these issues. I would hope by 19, if she's interested in boys at all, brushing her teeth might would start to be at the top of her to-do list, even to just conversate with them. I mean, I get forgetting it every now and then, but at some point it becomes something you genuinely, ah, like I feel better. It's a good start to my day. You feel, yeah, like it's it's Or if nothing else, you just get tired of people running away from the cloud of noxious Mm -hmm. gas coming out of your mouth. Boyd said, I told them, I'm assuming your children, we used to have a daughter that was bored, but we don't talk about that anymore. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm going to 100% maybe tuck that away and pull that one out. My eight-year-old, she's in that emotional stage. She may. you got to come up with a believable name, though. (laughs) She may for real just completely have a meltdown over that, but that's still funny. Yeah. Well, you can also say, let me go in. If you're bored, then let's go pack up all these these toys and give, you know, give them away instantly. No. No. But parents would love to be bored. It's the ultimate goal in our week. I strive have. for boredom on weekends sometimes. Yes, it would be it would be absolutely amazing. And if you're just tuning in, we're just talking about things that your children or your grandchildren seem to dread. But man, as an adult, it really does sound uh, a lot better than maybe it once did. And David said dad jokes. <laughs> Your kids, especially your teenagers, may dread your dad jokes. But as adults, we really like a good corny joke that will embarrass our kids. But if you've got something, you can let us know. 601-879-4395. A few more good things coming up next.
Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Now ain't going troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, in your cotton exchange, May cotton was up 90 to 85.22. July cotton was up 76 to 86.05. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were down 30 in the quarter to 14.09 and three quarters per bushel. July soybeans were down 30 cents to 13.96 per bushel. May corn was down 11 and three quarters to 5.34 per bushel. July corn was down 10 and a half to 5.24 and a quarter per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle was down 87 to 118.77. June live cattle was down 67 to 118.97. April feeders down 35 to 141.72. May feeders down 15 to 146.82. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 531 points, 32,363. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. As a farmer, I want a cooperative that's there for me. Not the other way around. A local co-op that works for me and works with CHS. To connect me with local experts I know and trust. And put a global network of markets and supply at my fingertips. A co-op that's here to help us. Own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. on planning a little Mississippi getaway. I'd like for you to take some time today and go to visit Mississippi.org to learn a little more. And we're learning more about you and your kids and really that we're all the same, more than we are different, especially when it comes to what your kids dread now that as an adult, you're like, I don't get it. Why don't you enjoy you know, basic hygiene, naps, bedtime, fruits and vegetables, all those things that parents quiet time. And Larry in Oxford says, now that I'm older, it makes cutting grass a joy using a zero turn and bush hog, bigger toys for bigger boys. But man, as a kid, those type of chores were like cutting the grass when you graduate from weed eater to push mower that's a big step but then you're still like i'm pushing this but when you move from push mower to riding mower yard work changes it 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 no longer is that thing you dread it's like ooh, this is going to be relaxing and cathartic now there is one thing that i think kind of switches which children enjoy but then adults dread and that may be taking your lunch because usually children enjoy taking their lunch to school because they get a cool lunch box and they usually don't want to eat the healthier more balanced meal that comes from the school's nutrition program or maybe they just don't like the food where adults would much rather be able to go out to eat and or order out or meet up with friends versus trying to save money and actually take their their lunch and i bring this up because we had cardboard pizza and we we had pizza for crying out loud we still complained kids are going to complain about kids lunch. are going to complain they want the same thing they want their chips their candies their sodas but they also want the lunch box and you know today is actually national take your lunch day but it can can morph into a conversation about going down memory lane about your very first lunch box because i think mickey mouse was the first licensed character in 1935 to be on a lunch box so if you're listening to good things it doesn't matter your age you remember probably the first time you got a really cool lunchbox. And this was the thing, the one thing during school, at least for a while, up until you had branded backpacks and pencils and everything else, that got to show your, you know, individuality or your identity or what you were into. And they don't make them like they used to because back in the 40s and 50s and 60s and probably even 70s, maybe even the early 80s, they were these dirty tin boxes with the with the um, thermos on the inside that had the cup that switched that came off the top of their thermos and then you would pour it in the cup and you would sip sort of from it there was no pop top or whatever else it may be there were and that was it and it would sometimes if it was full of of water or milk or whatever your mom put in there it would squish your sandwich and everything else that was in your in your little lunch pail and then it was more of a pail than a box to be honest and it was like a weapon I mean, you could use that. You could lose it, use it, hang it around. It was both a shield and a hammer. Do you remember your first? Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I didn't have a metal one. I had a plastic one, but I did have the thermos, and everything tasted a little different out of that thermos, whether it was... (laughs) 
whether it was staying cold, like for some sweet tea, or whether it was keeping soup warm, it didn't ever taste quite like I remembered it out of that thing. But if memory serves, it was a Ninja Turtles lunchbox. I can completely see how that would be for many girls. We or GI Joe. We one had of less those. options at one time. You had strawberry shortcake. You had the My Little Ponies. I'm sure Barbie creeped in there at some point. Dudes really had the cooler of the lunchbox sort of era uh, for sure. But if you got a little bit older, you could snag like a 90201 and other things in terms of of your lunchbox. And this is before that you got the trendier ones where you got your name monogrammed on it and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, like the little soft side coolers that kids had, which Jeff that, that was a big Batman thing. Lunchbox oh, yeah. With a thermos that shattered inside with the slightest bump. Man, I got all of their and then Andy and Jackson. Yes, the brown bag. That's I what I was that. fixing to bring up is we had this whole thing where the cool kids just brought a brown bag lunch. They didn't worry about having a lunchbox at a certain point. That's a certain age thing, though. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a transition. But that was, that was like the tween age years is when that started. Because my yes, okay, because mine's eight, and every year we talk about she gets a new backpack and she gets a new lunchbox, but now they all match and they clip together and it's a whole new thing. I mean, back then, back then, I mean, you, back kept, in my day. <laughs> you kept the same lunchbox for... Many years. I mean, had dings and whatever it may be. And now if you still have those lunchboxes, they could be worth some decent money. They became... Especially the older ones. They became collectibles because, you know, they don't... Again, they Because nostalgia sells. It does. And they don't make them like they used to. That is for sure. Thank you all for tuning in. The conversation never ends over on Facebook. Look us up. Good things with Rebecca Turner Group. But stick with us. She got plenty coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things for you Good things for you Good things for you Good things for you Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.